of Ed and All Hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here, happy Sunday, hope you're all doing well. Well, today I'm supposed to be going to my local game store and meeting up with a person who is one of my fans, and he wants to see if I can be, you know, talk with him and my grandson and maybe even run a one-shot for him, which means I'm going to bring Swords and Wizardry Line and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, this is a redo of the episode I did at first, (laughs) because I felt, the first time I recorded, I felt like I was dumping on my game store too much, and I was sort of rambling. This may ramble too, but I wanted to be a little more focused this time. Um, because I don't really want to... I, I love my game store. I think it's a great place. They have their limitations, as all of them do, which I'm going to go over right now. Uh, they don't want to order anything for you or, or carry anything that their distributor doesn't carry. So that's the one big drawback. But other than that, they have a huge place to play. It's, it's very well stocked. It's got a lot of the latest stuff because they lean towards that. Which And I find myself going there less and less because as I get older, I pretty much, and this goes for my, this goes for my other hobby too, movies and TV shows, the DVDs and Blu-rays, I buy less and less because I've got more and more. I've gotten, it gets to the point where I have everything I want. And I'll tell you the truth right now. I've got more movies than I can ever watch in a lifetime. I've got more games that I could ever play in a lifetime. And yes, you should. people say, you should really downsize and get rid of some of these. It's like, well, unfortunately, that's my legacy from my grandchildren. And when I go, they can get rid of it if they want, but they may be able to make some money off it. That's my thought. I'm not trying to burden them with my stuff. I'm trying to pass this along to my next generation. And hopefully some of them will appreciate it. I know Gage would appreciate it. But that's my thought. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. I'm going to run a demo, blah, blah, blah. And I started thinking about all the games I have. I always think about all the games I have because there's a real storage problem in this house. It's small. And I'm thinking that I've got all the games I want. I still buy, don't get me wrong, I still buy games. I still get games given to me because I review games. But as far as like going out and getting the latest and greatest, this is probably one of the main reasons why I didn't get into 5th edition where I say I play it, but I won't run it because I don't want to buy the books. I've got every edition from basic up to second edition. I never, I played third edition, found out I didn't like it after a while. Fourth edition, I wouldn't touch. And fifth edition, okay, fine. You guys want to play, I'll play. But so I've got all these other books. Why should I spend $50 a book at the time? I know they've come down. When I've got complete sets of all these, not only D&D, but other games like that. I've got a bunch of supers games. I've got all kinds of all kinds of supplements. I've got a stack about two yards long of Judges Guild supplements. And so I've got stuff. And when you think about it, all you need to play is the rules, 
dice, pencil, paper. Doesn't even have to be a character sheet. Line paper, even not even line paper, maybe a GM screen. That's all you need. And you got to understand that. I'm, I'm, I've come to the realization I'm never going to be able to regularly play all the games I want to. Which is too bad because things like Savage Worlds, Fate, tend to fall by the wayside. And it's, it's sad. It's, it's kind of sad. But I had to realize that because, you know, you only get so much time in this world. And I figured a lot of these books would be great in my dotage when I'm sitting there in front of the fire reading an old game book or something like that. And the reason being is, one, you're an, I'm an adult now because I have other responsibilities and things like that. i got to pay attention to that. got to pay attention to the family. You know, you know, the, you know the drill. You, if you're an adult, you know the drill. It's hard, and it's hard to schedule games between people who are doing all their different regular world stuff, and then they want a game. And also, there is something that, like, if you want a game in any kind of significant way, like I'm talking about years in a campaign or whatever, even if you have rotating GMs in different systems, you want to put enough time in it where it seems worthwhile, not just, oh, that was nice, let's go play something else next week. I can't do the game of the week. I don't feel it's... I know I have... I have gamer ADD <laughs> because it's me. It's the shiny, you know, and which is surprising why I didn't get into fifth. Well, fifth was more like I don't want to spend fifty bucks a book, but to me, it's the because sh- it, I do have some gamer ADD. I think everybody get, does. Every gamer does to a certain extent, but at the same time, like right now, I'm playing in Matt's basic D&D game and MythGarther, but the Monday game, we're running Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea, which I got all the guys into. So my thing is, every time I bring in a new game, I want to play it to a significant degree, if not all the time, because it's, it's, the, it's the situation of dance with the one who brung you. And I brung the game, and we're not going to have to sit down and make characters every week or I hand up pregens every week and play something else. That may come up once in a while. I mean, I do that in the group when I say, okay, guys, next two weeks, i got to play test something. So we're going to run this. I'll give you pregens if you want, or we can create characters. I don't care. Usually for North Texas, it's like, I'm running this game in North Texas. So I want to give it a dry run. So we're going to play this for the next two weeks. I did that this last year with Mutant Future. I said, we're playing Mutant Future for the next two weeks. Well, you know, well, I'm just going to run it, and I'm going to evaluate it, and then, okay, we're back to whatever we were doing, which was my Astonishing Swordsman campaign. And so I did Astonishing Swordsman, and now I passed this, that along to Carlos, who was really interested in it. And so you want to get enough out of the game where you don't feel like you look at it on the shelf and go, God, I haven't looked at that in years. And that's the problem, because you only have so many time so much time a day you have so much only have so much time in a lifetime so my advice i'm giving to newer players basically and, and this may or may not work because it didn't work with me was pick and choose your games carefully if you like if you lean towards a certain genre like fantasy like sci-fi like supers like whatever buy the games that that work for you 
buy the games that work for you and either hold on to the, the other ones or get rid of them or sell them. Uh, I'm the one to talk because I'm like a pack. I'm a, I'm also like a pack rat with my role-playing stuff and my movies. Every time my wife says, you know, you know we're going to be a smaller space. We're going to have to downsize. The word downsize makes me cringe because there's nothing I want to downsize from. Now, if I went through all my, my books, I probably could if I had to. But every time I sell something, it's one less thing I can't give to my grandkids. That's a bad way to, I don't know if that's a bad way to think or not. But at the same time, this is what I'm leaving them. This is my legacy. This is what reminds them of grandpa. And that, that's, so when you get into it, pick your games carefully. And pick your games, only the ones you want to play try to evaluate i've been doing this on the show i've been doing episodes about how to do this how to evaluate that and things like that and i hope that's helping but like i said pick the games you want to run and run them and run them and run them until i mean i'm not saying you can't switch up games you know people do it all the time but you know you if you gotta be you gotta get a feel set one of the things that among other things in role playing that you have to feel a sense of satisfaction like this is a good game this is a great campaign let's let's play some more or this is a new thing let me try it ooh this is satisfying let's play a little more of this and then like i said i'm not saying you can't switch off games you can't rotate games but at the same time you got to to be mindful of getting what you want out of the game. As a GM, as a player, what do you want out of the game and play towards that? So I'm going to go start my day. Take take for that what you will. And if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, I am at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. You can drop me a note or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos for supporting me. I appreciate I appreciate that every time. And Mark C. Walring's podcast is The Yawning Albert. And we are also from uh, Mr. Tom Wilson, T-H-O-M Wilson. is got a Kickstarter going on right now, Off the Beaten Path, City Excursions. Did I do that right? City Excursions? Yeah. Off the beaten path, City Excursions on kickstarter.com. And that ends on the 19th. And he's already funded. So if you want to get into some extra goodness, he does really good stuff. He's These are supplements for encounters, plot hooks, adventures. in a different. He's done one for different terrains. Now he's doing cities. Go check it out at kickstarter.com. Type in Off the Beaten Path or Tom Wilson, T-H-O-M Wilson. Okay, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.